Welcome back to the Trucker CFO Podcast. And thanks for connecting with us again for a Driving Your Dollars edition of the podcast. This time out on Driving Your Dollars, the conversation will center around issues related to personal finance. Colton Lawrence, the Trucker CFO, will be discussing the importance of building an emergency fund and strategies for paying off debt, as well as considerations for making investments and planning for your future. As always, Colton will be talking with Michael Burns, who is the co-founder and general manager of Radio Nemo of North America. Michael, who is the host of Driving Your Dollars, also serves as the chief financial officer for Radio Nemo. Before we take you to our conversation with Michael and Colton, we have a couple of important reminders to pass along. First of all, Driving Your Dollars is broadcast each Tuesday morning at 10.30 Eastern Time on the Dave Nemo Show and Sirius XM's Road Dog Trucking Radio Channel 146. Also, we'd like to remind you that the Dave Nemo Show can be heard on the same Sirius XM Road Dog Trucking Radio Channel from 7 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time each weekday morning. You can also hear the Dave Nemo Show on demand through the Sirius XM app. Now let's take you to our Driving Your Dollars edition of the Trucker CFO Podcast. I'm here with my good friend, Colton Lawrence, the Trucker CFO. We're going to be talking about a little bit different subject matter than doing so far. And Colton, I want to say, first of all, good morning. Good morning, Michael. Thanks for having me. It's great to be here. I'm glad to have you here because you are an expert. You are the expert when it comes to Trucker CFO Guide. I mean, it's just like it's hard to be a truck driver and a businessman and a CFO of your own company. And unless you're living under a rock, your radio speakers and your TV speakers and everything has been filled with financial news. Some of it well-advised, some of it not well-advised this week. You really can't escape it. And some of the things that are being said make no sense at all. And we'll work some of that into today's show if we can too, right? Especially starting with how we secure our future. We think of finance, we think of our investments, we think of our retirement plans and so forth. And there's some tips we want to give everybody about personal finance and eliminating your debt before you actually get into investing and you use what you call the snowball method. Yeah, snowball method. We'll talk about that. But in terms of eliminating debt, the tip specifically is eliminate your debt before you invest. And the reason for that is when you're in debt, every dollar you have is not exactly worth a dollar. That dollar that you have is worth the dollar less whatever interest you have to pay on that debt. So when it comes to investments, obviously the point of investments is to have a dollar be worth more than that dollar. Mm -hmm. You invest that money and over time that dollar is going to become worth maybe a dollar twenty or a dollar. 50 or whatever your return ends up being on that dollar. Well, especially in an environment like today where investments are for the most part down, we're seeing contractions when it comes to the stock market. A lot of truckers like to get into crypto and the do-it-yourself type investment plans. We are seeing more and more this year, folks that are trying to do it on their own, they've lost money over 2022 Mm -hmm. with these statements. Some of them have taken the investment classes, the day trading, and it's just overall people's money is down. So you've invested money and rather than your dollar being worth more than that dollar, again, your dollar is worth less because of the environment, but also because you perhaps have not made the best decision. So what we want to do is we want to have you pay off the debt first, because as you do that, 
and you use the snowball method, which is apply more and more of your free dollars to that debt, now you're getting a better use out of your money by paying that debt off than trying to invest in a down environment. So over the long haul, investments are going to be up. We've seen that for decades and decades. But if you are in debt, we want to make sure that you're paying that off first, especially in today's environment, because you're going to get a bigger bang for that buck than what you would otherwise. Yeah. And it's really obvious if somebody wants to look at it, if you make an investment and you have an average return of, let's say, 5.5 or 7%, that's generally something you can be satisfied with. You can be happy with the long-term growth there. Whereas if you look at your credit card statement and you see 24, 26, 29%, and as they raise basically the Fed prime rate, we're going to see those numbers go up as it continues to go up because the banks have got to borrow more to make more. They've pretty much taken the lid off. You can talk all day about the plus or minuses of whether Dodd-Frank should have stayed in or not. But either way, anybody, even the person who is not savvy with numbers, knows that 55 to 7% is a whole lot less than 24 to 29%. Yeah. If you've got interest rates and we see this on truck purchases for folks that don't have the greatest credit, they're going in, they're paying 18, 20, 24% on these trucks. The cost of that money is that interest rate. Unless you can invest your money and make equal to or more than that interest rate on your truck note or any other note that you have, unless you can make more of a return, you're better off paying off that debt. So that's really what you're looking at. You want to evaluate what is your cost of money on your loans and what is the return you can get doing other things. And unless you can make more doing other things, you want to pay off the debt first. Right. Now, last week I was at an institution and I was having a conversation with an underwriter, which you don't usually get to do. Normally, somebody else tells you what the underwriter said, but I got a chance to sit down with one. It kind of blew my mind because she was a young, well-educated, very attractive young woman. I usually picture underwriters as these little bald guys that sit in a corner wearing John Lennon glasses and haven't seen a smile on their faces for like 25 years. She was talking about an emergency fund. What I need you to show here is I need you to show me where your three months emergency fund is. And when I got done laughing, I realized that's not a big request. That's something that should be there. Yes. Oh yeah, absolutely. Three months, I would say, is at a minimum if you can. And I know people will listen to this and think, well, it's just crazy. There's no way I'll be able to get there. Mm -hmm. Well, the way you get there is by taking these tips and plugging away at these tips one tip at a time. Pay off your debt, build an emergency fund, and you really should do those two at the same time. When we talk of emergency funds, it's not even just having an emergency fund of money, which you should have, but you should have an emergency stockpile of other things as well, food and other resources, so that when you get caught in the hurricane, or you get caught in an earthquake, or whatever the case may be, you've got some money, some actual cash to help you get the things you need, but you've also got the food and water and other resources that you need to help survive so that you're not reliant on the local or federal government to come in and bail you out. Right. Since we're talking about emergency funds and investments and so forth, this all ties in with your snowball method. Can you explain that quickly? Yeah. So if you've got multiple credit cards with multi-thousand dollar or multi-hundred dollar balances on them, you start with the smallest one, pay that off. And as you pay that off, take the payment that you are making towards that credit card or that debt and apply it to your next debt. So you're making the minimum payments on these other ones and you just pay all of them off one at a time and take that additional fund now that you have from the paid off debt and apply it to the next one. And it's just a snowball because the more money you're putting to the debt, the faster you're going to pay it off. 
off. So in essence, you just maintain that payment until everything is gone, all your debts are settled, and you're going to find yourself in a much better spot. Okay. I think what we need to do is mention, this is actually one of my top five rules. I'm so glad that you put this in there. When you work for yourself sometimes, if it's your business, you're always the last one who gets paid. You're always the last one who gets taken care of and so forth because you've got your obligations to your people around you and so forth. But there comes a time as a rule, you have got to pay yourself. You absolutely got to pay yourself. If you're not paying yourself, what are you doing it for, right? You got to pay yourself. But when you pay yourself, you want to think in terms of the future. So you want to pay your future self as well. So you want to take whatever it is that you can pay yourself, split that. Kind of the rule of thumb for me is Mm 80-20. So take 20% of the money that you have and put it away for the future. Now, some of that goes kind of towards building that emergency fund but you want to think of these as separate things. So maybe the 20% that you set aside goes first to building that emergency fund. But then once you've got that three months or so of emergency cash, now you're starting to build for the future, your retirement. So 20% at a minimum, if you can put more, great, but start putting that away. You don't want to just leave it in a savings account. You want to start looking at investments if all of your debt is paid off. So again, pay your debt, build an emergency fund, then start paying for your future self. Do these things sequentially, and you're going to set yourself up up to win the money game in the long term. Now, I got a neighbor, one of them's painting their whole house and doing a very expensive restoration. Another one's putting in a pool and so forth. These are things that people have going around them all the time. How much discipline does it take to not play the keep up with the Joneses game? Or in our world, in transportation, Mm -hmm. it's the keeping up with the trucker Joe game. You don't want to necessarily be, if you're into the chrome, right? You don't want to be tricking out unless you're going to the truck shows and winning some money with it, I guess. But you want to make sure that you stay disciplined. In fact, I was talking to a client just yesterday. They said they were in environments where they saw these folks driving these $350,000, $450,000 trucks with these big old sleepers on it that they were making good money and they thought, well, geez, all we got to do is go drive a Cascadia, a simple stock Cascadia, Mm -hmm. and we're going to just rake in the money. And it's true. They did. They did very, very well. They didn't feel the need to go out and get that huge sleeper berth to go out and live that lifestyle. They were able to get home on a fairly regular basis. So the lifestyle worked for them. So I'm not saying don't spend the money to make yourself comfortable, but do it within reason. Make sure you're making decisions that are not going to put you behind, that aren't putting you into more and more debt, just so that you can have the cool looking truck. I don't care if it's a puke green truck. If it runs and it makes you money, it's a good investment for you. Green's a good color. Yeah. Remind me of one of the reasons that I treasure my bride so much. She's got a car that's ancient. I refuse to drive this thing, Colton. I will not be seen in her car anywhere. I keep trying to talk her into getting a new one, and her answer is always the same. It's paid for. There's a lot to that. If you're not making a truck payment, that's money that goes directly into your pocket that you're not spending. Yeah. And I get the question a lot. We do in our office. Well, my truck's fully depreciated. I don't have a payment. Maybe I should go get a new one so that I can Mm. depreciate it and get that tax write off. Well, that may be a good decision because you want to weigh out, well, what's the true cost of ownership? You may not have a truck payment, but if that thing is bleeding you dry because of the repairs, then maybe you should consider getting into a new or newer truck. But if that truck is running clean and doing everything that it needs to do for you to make money, it doesn't matter that you're going to pay a little bit more tax. 
tax, you're going to pocket more money as well. A lot of times people get this mindset. They're like, well, I need to pay less money to the IRS. Well, no, you want to pay yourself more first. So put as much money in your pocket. And if that means your tax bills a little bit more, that's okay. You're still winning the game. Don't go out and make purchases that cause you to make less money just so that you don't have to pay Uncle Sam more of that. It's real easy to laugh at some of the trucks that some people drive because their corporation or their company says so. But if you look at them and you look at these companies that are really, really profitable, it's not a bad idea to emulate what they do and analyze it. And even in some cases to take one of the trucks that they're taking offline and look at a used truck starting there. Yeah, it can be risky. Everybody knows a used truck is a used truck and you want to try and make sure you can get a warranty out of that truck. But it is definitely not a bad thing to go out and get a newer used truck and get what you can afford. If all you can afford is a 750,000 mile truck and it's going to go out and run okay, that's what I would suggest you do. Don't put yourself at risk of going bankrupt the first time you have a breakdown because you've got this brand new $180,000, $190,000 truck that looks nice but that you can't afford. Make sure you're doing what you can afford first and grow. And then as you grow and as you're making money, then you have the option of getting into a newer, or more comfortable truck. Yeah, absolutely. When we talk about making yourself comfortable, certainly one of the things that is very, very important to your life on the road and to your health on the road and everything is your food plan. Yeah. And people wonder, well, why are we talking about food when it comes to personal finance? It's expensive. Um, It's expensive. It's more and more expensive every single day. Especially Uh, if you like eggs. I keep trying to convince my wife to get some chickens and she she hasn't fallen for it yet. Uh, Maybe I'll just show up one day with them, but then I'll be married to chickens instead of my wife. So maybe I'll hold back. But you want to have a food plan. What I mean by a food plan is stay away from the truck stop food. I get it. You got to buy something every now and again from the truck stop. But my recommendation is that folks find the local Walmart or find Find something somewhere that they can go and have a plan and have a way within their truck to store at least some amount of food. Buy yourself a crock pot. Plug that crock pot in, throw in some chicken breasts and a can of cream of mushroom soup. Let that thing cook while you're driving. And then you got yourself a nice healthy meal at the end of the day, instead of buying the garbage that you're going to get at the truck stop. That's just going to not only hurt you financially, but is going to hurt your health. I'll share with you, I couldn't do a crock pot because apparently the roads I drove on, the lid wouldn't stay on. But I did learn what a value a pressure cooker is. And I doubt if I would ever go anywhere again without one. (laughs) I've actually got one in my RV. I liked it so much. And and that's my holdover from my trucking days. Yeah. The point is, is there are ways to do this. And there's actually influencers, people that do this. They'll give you tips for making a good meal, living healthy out on the road. Find those people. You can find them all over TikTok, YouTube, whatever the case, but learn from them on how to live more healthy out on the road and save yourself money. All right. We have run out of time again, which we do a lot. I always wish there was more, but let's remind everybody, be a great truck driver and not a bad accountant, right? Yeah. Know what you know and let the pros do the rest. And when it comes to accounting, taxes, and finance, visit truckercfo.com and give us a call. That closes out our Driving Your Dollars edition of the Trucker CFO podcast. Driving Your Dollars is being developed in collaboration with Radio Nemo of North America and the Dave Nemo Show. For those of you who listen to SiriusXM, remember the Dave Nemo Show can be heard each weekday morning from 7 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time on SiriusXM's Road Dog Trucking Radio Channel 146. You can also hear the Dave Nemo Show on demand through the SiriusXM app. 
If you'd like to learn more about all the shows and offerings available from Radio Nemo, visit RadioNemo.com. That web address is again, RadioNemo.com. Once again, the Trucker CFO team would like to thank the staff and management of both Radio Nemo Productions and Sirius XM's Road Dog Trucking Radio for making Driving Your Dollars available to share with our listeners through the Trucker CFO Podcast. Now, before we close out this edition of the podcast, here's a friend to tell you more about the offerings that are available from the Trucker CFO team. Do you have a team of tax, accounting, and business advisory professionals who understand the complexities of the trucking industry? There are a number of ways you can connect with the Trucker CFO team. You can visit the company's website at truckercfo.com. That's truckercfo.com. From the homepage, you can fill out the contact us form, which will send an email to a Trucker CFO representative. Also, through the truckercfo.com website, you can connect to the company through the Find a Time to Talk button to set up an appointment, or you can use the chat feature. If you would rather email the Trucker CFO team directly, you can reach out to the company through the following address, info at truckercfo.com. That's info at truckercfo.com. You can also call the Trucker CFO team toll-free at 1-800-533-4230 and hit option 2 for sales. That toll-free number again is 1-800-533-4230 and choose option 2. The Trucker CFO Podcast is produced by Podwheels, powered by Radio Nemo in collaboration with the team at Trucker CFO. Thanks again for joining us on the Trucker CFO Podcast. Just as a reminder, you can find and subscribe to our podcast through all major podcast platforms. If you do become a subscriber, we'd like to ask you to take a moment to rate the Trucker CFO Podcast. As always, Colton Lawrence and the entire Trucker CFO team wish you the best for continued safe travels and good health as you work to keep the American economy on the move.